Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Israel Gutierrez, ESPN, joins us in the Orion Fuel and Downstairs Convenience Store's guest line. Truly steps beyond convenience. Israel, where does that moment rank in your life? <laughs> in my life? Pretty high, right? Um, I mean, it's, mm. uh, it's memorable. Is it it's the memorable. biggest shot in the history of the league? Oh, man. Um... Probably not. Where do you, rank, not the, where do you rank the Michael Jordan fist pump? I mean, there's a lot of great shots in the history of the league. Like, I don't even have the, the best ones off the top of my head. I mean, that's got to be up there just in terms of what it means. Uh, well, I, I would say, I, I would counter, if you don't think it's the biggest shot, that's fine. But if it's not the biggest shot, you got to be able to know off the top of your head what is the biggest shot well, then. That's all, I mean, well, it just depends on what, you're, what you consider a huge shot, like for example, um, you know Michael Jordan's game winners and uh, against Utah, my game winner against Utah was that a huge shot because it, you know, the way it ended his career with the Bulls, the sixth championship, blah blah blah. But in terms of just like in one game pressure situation and and given that they would have lost the finals right there, I mean, yeah, you could easily argue it's the biggest shot. How uh, how do you think, you know, we talked a lot yesterday. We spent some time on it this morning as well between the one-on-one matchup between Hassan Whiteside and DeMarcus Cousins last night. Uh, and we know that's an emotional spot for Hassan uh, going up against Cousins. Also, it's a team that drafted and the team that got rid of him. And, and Hassan, I mean, DeMarcus Cousins ate his lunch money for three quarters. But, but Hassan, you know, he was last man standing. Cousins picked up six fouls in the fourth quarter, which I didn't even know was possible. And and finished the game very strong. How do you think Hassan feels about last night's game? Um, did you say he ate his lunch money? Oh yeah, uh, no, well, he took his lunch money. Took it. Okay. <laughs> Eating it would be a bit extreme. Eating lunch yeah, money, you're gonna get. I mean, you're gonna get <laughs> diarrhea. Like you know, I can't eat lunch money. Um, I think Hassan thinks that that game went swimmingly last night because they came out with a victory. Um, and he got. He got essentially at the very end the best of of DeMarcus Cousins, but um, you know you can't watch video of that game and think that he was he should be happy with the result. Like if he looks back and sees a lot of his post play, a lot of his offensive choices, um, he'd be pretty unhappy. But overall, um, you know, I mean, DeMarcus Cousins is a great player, and you've got to but you've got to finish the deal. You know, you, if you if you're going to uh, own somebody, you've got to beat them, and you've got to finish the game that way. So I think Hassan can come out thinking, yeah, I, I got the best of him at the end, and you know he can convince himself of that, but I don't think he played a great game. DeMarcus Cousins is a great player, as you mentioned. The one thing that we've been discussing, the weakness of DeMarcus Cousins seems to be his emotional stability, and that hasn't seemed to improve during his time in the league. How much of that can be contributed to the fact that he's had six different head coaches, three different general managers, a couple different owners, or do you yeah. think that that's, that would be the case no matter what? I think he's kind of a knucklehead no matter what. <laughs> I think if you're, if you're a, you know, a, a good citizen, if you will, and if you've got like your emotions in check and 
and everything together, um, it's not going to matter who's coaching you. Um, and there's not going to be a single coach that's going to miraculously bring this guy down to earth and make him realize that, you know, his behavior is problematic sometimes. Like, that's not going to happen with some snap of the finger or some uh, experienced legendary coach shows up. I mean, he's had a good mixture of guys, and um, you know, I don't think he had much of a problem with, Mike, with Malone, but, you know, the team did what it did and got rid of him. Uh, so, no, I mean, I don't think anybody's going to fix it. I think he's going to going to have to figure it out on his own and you know there are times where he goes through stretches where he's good but I mean he's just he's already getting a bunch of technicals this year uh it's just it, it's not I don't know if it's ever going to be something that you can fix with him I just feel like you're going to have to put up with it we got Israel Gutierrez here with us you know a year ago we had this conversation and I easily take DeMarcus Cousins over Hassan Whiteside DeMarcus Cousins is a much better offensive player it's really not even close uh, but you could say on the other end of the floor that Hassan is a much better defensive player. And fast forward to a year later, right now, based on how far Hassan has come, not only as a player, but maturity-wise and emotionally, and considering that DeMarcus Cousins is exactly the same that he was seven years ago when he came into the league, I take Hassan over DeMarcus Cousins right now. What do you think about that? Um, the fact that I'm even thinking about it is quite the credit to Hassan, because I don't think a year ago people would even consider it. But um, I think you're right for a couple of reasons. One, the the jump, the leap, the production that uh, Hassan has made um, as a young player that you just kind of give credit for being young in terms of inexperience and not say, oh, well, he's 26, 27, whatever. Uh, he's inexperienced and he's got, you know, less miles uh, on the meter there. So I do think that, yeah, the potential that he has um, combined with the idea that he can keep it together. Like, if you were to guess right now who's going to have more incidents going forward for the rest of his career uh, on the floor that, you know, embarrass you or whatever, or get kicked out or what have you, who's it going to be? Uh, who's going to have more of them? Is it going to be DeMarcus Cousins or is it going to be Hassan Whiteside from here on out? Like, last year you probably would have said, huh, that's, Hassan's got a pretty good chance of being that guy because you, you make some dumb choices out there and let's guys get under his skin, but... I don't think he's going to do that nearly as much going forward. So um, I don't know if the answer is Hassan Whiteside, but I know the fact that I'm even debating it is, uh, like I said, quite the credit to Hassan. Speaking of young players that are playing pretty well, what do you feel about Dirty Sprite TJ so far in his performance with the Heat? Yeah, no one's no one's no one's no one's Dirty Sprite. Sprite. No one's laughing about that contract right now, Israel. Um, Bumpy, Dirty (laughs) Sprite, whatever. Dirty Sprite. Uh, No, I mean he's a nice player, man. Like. Uh, I think you saw it from the beginning that if he can uh, make up for his lack of size, which he does with that athleticism, and sort of refine some of these skills, like he's really good. Um, he can, you know, he can pull up from anywhere, really. Uh, but he, he he kind of can play that Dwayne game in that he can lose the guy off the dribble real quick and pull up for you know from 15, 18, anytime he wants. He's white Wade. <laughs> <laughs> no man, he's not lightweight. Go ahead and stick with Dirty Sprite on that one. <laughs> but uh, but he's a nice player, man. And and uh, he's, he's been, I like the role uh, coming off the bench initially. He's kind of surprised people still, but you know, be that part of that closeout uh, group on the floor. So yeah, man, Tyler. I think I think people were shocked by the contract because they had no idea who he was, more yeah. so than than knowing who he was and then saying he wasn't worth it. We had your best friend in the other night and, and watching Kawhi Leonard play. Uh, I'm talking, obviously, about the Spurs and, and Coach Pop. But um, 
we had them in the other night. Do you see anybody tying up Kawhi Leonard the way that he played the other night in terms of being better than him in the league? <laughs> um, he's so – it's weird because he's kind of like Tim Duncan good in that it's it's so much fundamentally sound basketball, um, not really flashy, but damn it, you recognize it when you see it, that that guy is fantastic, and he seems to be just kind of carrying them. Um, what I'm most impressed by is just the way he sees the game and the way he's now sort of figuring out uh, how he can be effective offensively all the time. Um, because I always used to wonder if he'd be a guy that would take charge offensively, that would take the ball and say, just let me get a bucket instead of uh, finishing you know, somebody else's plays. And, yeah, he's been able to do that. And he's been able to see plays and read plays and, uh, you know, take the what the defense gives you and make it like he's just – He's a nightmare to deal with right now. And so, um, and forget about what he does defensively. Like, he can shut your whole system down just if he covers anybody from one to three. So, uh, yeah, that dude's amazing. Is it even remotely believable when Kevin Durant – Kevin Durant is going to face Russell Westbrook for the first time on Thursday night as the uh, Thunder visit the Warriors. Is it even remotely believable when Kevin Durant says that he and Westbrook are still brothers? Well, yes. Yes. And, and I, I'd like if you read all that and, and realize the situation that they were in when they got there and you realize, okay, of course they're like their brothers because they're teammates and they go at it and, you know, they're invested in it uh, equal amounts and they have a similar mentality and everything else. But in terms of, like, if you read it a lot, you know, all through Kevin Durant's quotes, in terms of hanging out, they were on different paths personally. Like, Russell Westbrook was married with a couple of parents living with him uh, and, you know, what was Kevin Durant going to do? Like, knock on the door and be like, hey, what are you guys doing? Do you want to hang out? <laughs> he was a young, single kid. And so, um, yeah, I, I understand that you can be teammates and be close and be, you know, have this bond and yet not be best of friends off the floor. And I think that's what that was. And But, I, but he also acknowledged that he didn't handle it right necessarily. He's not saying he was right by just sending a text message to Russell. And maybe he doesn't know because he's never been in that situation. He doesn't really know how to break up. And so uh, I think maybe he did handle it poorly. But in the end, like, yeah, they can still be uh, – they can still have a bond that, you know, linked them for seven, eight, however many years it was, and still not be, like, best friends off the floor. True or false, you're still wearing the Conor McGregor hair and beard. That is false. Um, it was weird, though, on uh, <laughs> Monday night. Uh, that I'm doing radio with Sarah, and I was you know, working from the home office, and uh, was still in full uniform and in full costume because I was going out afterward. Like that was and legit. Was you won Halloween. That was the I'll best. Be honest, though, I still have that, that that tiger tattoo is still right on my belly because that thing is hard to come off, man, and I, it takes time. How did that like, come barely, about? I barely got the gorilla. Off. Yeah, did someone draw it on you? Like, well, what is it? Yeah, my friend Marcy, uh, she's this really talented artist, and so she basically drew out the tattoos beforehand, took them over to a tattoo shop, and got them transferred onto whatever the transfer paper, uh-huh. and then she, you know, put that on me, and then drew it all out, and then painted it in. It was in the seven hair. hours of the hair looks like your out. hair. No, the hair's really good. It was like like professional grade. Yeah, like where do you makeup. go get this done at? Are you going to reveal it or, or no? I mean, I was just, no, no, no. I don't get it done anyway. This one just happened to be good luck, uh, to be honest. But um, yeah, it was. Uh, I mean, I'll give out names if people want to know who they are. But uh, no, it's just right place, right time. Do you uh, you have your radio show tonight? Uh, no, we're off tonight because of Game Seven. 
Ah, uh, okay. Because I was going to say, well, I don't know. Okay, I, I, that makes sense. But sometimes I ask that because even though it's Game 7, you got MLB on ESPN Radio, sometimes you do the talk show as well opposite the game, right? Was that a stupid question by me? It was not a stupid question. Okay, yeah, because what I was going to ask you was, I'm like, how can Sarah Spain do that radio show during Game 7? Was she yeah, up too? If, 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 if this was going to be the situation, like we would have to do radio while Game 7 was going on, a, I mean, I would probably curse a lot just to see if anybody was listening. But B, I would let Sarah <laughs> off the hook. Like, she could go. Yeah. <laughs> because I, I would go ahead and do a solo show because nobody would be listening anyway. Right, right. You, I mean, you could just hum into the mic for three yeah. hours and no, no one's going to notice. Pretty much. All right, man. Good job. Thanks, Israel. Thanks, guys. All right. That's, uh, that's champion of Halloween. Israel Gutierrez. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.